شهر رمضان الذي أنزل فيه القرآن هدى للناس وبينات من الهدى والفرقان السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته Can you all hear me? الحمد لله رب العالمين له الحمد الحسن والثناء الجميل واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له يقول الحق وهو يهدي السبيل واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى اله واصحابه والتابعين لهم باحسان الى يوم الدين سوره يوسف قال الله جل وعلا وقال الملك اتوني به فلما جاء فلما جاء الرسول قال ارجع الى ربك فاساله ما بال النسوه اللاتي قطعن ايديهن ان ربي بكيدهن عليم قال ما خطبكن اذ راودتن يوسف عن نفسه قلنا حاش لله ما علمنا عليه من سوء قالت امراه العزيز الان حصحص الحق انا ها يوسف سوري قال فما قال ما خطبكن اذ راودتن يوسف عن نفسه قلنا حاش لله ما علمنا عليه من سوء قالت امراه العزيز الان حصحص الحق انا راودت عن نفسه وانه لمن الصادقين ذلك ليعلم اني لم اخن بالغيب وان الله وان الله لا يهدي كيد الخائنين وما ابرئ نفسي ان النفس لاماره بالسوء الا ما رحم ربي ان ربي غفور رحيم وقال الملك اتوني بي استخلص لنفسي فلما كلمه قال انك اليوم لدينا مكين امين قال اجعلني على خزائن الارض اني حفيظ عليم وكذلك مكنا ليوسف في الارض يتبوا منها حيث يشاء نصيب برحمتنا من نشاء ولا نضيع اجر المحسنين ولا اجر الاخره خير للذين امنوا وكانوا يتقون وجاء اخوة يوسف فدخلوا عليه فعرفهم وهم له منكرون ولما جهزهم بجهازهم ولما جهزهم بجهازهم قال اتوني باخلكم من ابيكم الا ترون اني اوفي الكيل وانا خير المنزلين فإن لم تأتوني بي فلا كيل لكم عندي ولا تقربون قالوا سنراود عنه أباه وإنا لفاعلون 
وقال لفتيانه اجعلوا بضاعتهم في رحالهم لعلهم يعرفونها لعلهم يعرفونها اذا قلبوا الى اهلهم لعلهم يرجعون فلما رجعوا الى ابيهم قالوا يا ابانا منع منا الكيل فارسل معنا فارسل معنا اخانا نكتل وانا له لحافظون قال هل امنكم عليه الا كما امنتكم على اخيه من قبل فالله خير حافظا وهو ارحم الراحمين ولما فتحوا متاعهم وجدوا بضاعتهم ردت اليهم قالوا يا ابانا قالوا يا ابانا ما نبغي هذه بضاعتنا ردت الينا هذه بضاعتنا ردت الينا ونمير اهلنا ونحفظ اخانا ونزداد كيل بعير ذلك كيل يسير قال لن ارسله معكم حتى تؤتوني موثقا من الله لا تاتونني به الا ان يحاط بكم فلما اتوه موثقهم قال الله على ما نقول وكيل وقال يا بني لا تدخلوا من باب واحد وادخلوا من ابواب متفرقه وما اغني عنكم من الله من شيء ان الحكم الا لله ان الحكم الا لله ان الحكم الا لله عليه توكلت وعليه فليتوكل المتوكلون ولما دخلوا من حيث امرهم ابوهم ما كان يغني عنهم من الله من شيء ولما دخلوا من حيث امرهم ابوهم ما كان يغني عنهم من الله من شيء الا حاجه في نفس يعقوب قضاها وانه لذو علم لما علمناه ولكن اكثر الناس لا يعلمون الله سبحانه وتعالى he tells us he informs us he says وقال الملك وقال الملك the king said now the dream of the king has been told يعني the king the king now has been told his dream the interpretation and the dream is he knows it now so the king says وقال الملك the king of Egypt says and he says this as soon as the saqi yani uh, the distiller of the king had already informed him of the dream he said to him the king said uh, to him he said to him bring him to me means bring him to me yusuf alayhi salam bring yusuf to me ha 
Why? The word, by, by the way, is a khitabun limala'ihi. The king is addressing his, the people around him. He's saying to me, bring this individual, this Yusuf individual. This man who has explained my uh, dream, who's interpreted my dream, bring him. Take him out of prison, bring him out of prison and bring him to me right now. Okay? Because of the, on the, on the knowledge that this man possesses is great and the virtue that he has. When Yusuf when the messenger came to Nabi Yusuf, okay, the uh, the king said, uh, "Go get him for me, right?" When the messenger came to him, Yusuf, that was sent by the king. Um, Yusuf didn't respond to him straight away. When the messenger came, Nabila Yusuf didn't respond straight away. He didn't يعني, give him a response straight away. Yusuf never gave no response. Silence. He didn't want to respond or talk to him. Ah. Rather, Yusuf he actually refused to leave prison. Yusuf said, I'm not going to leave prison. I'm not going to leave prison. That's what Nabila Yusuf says. Allah tells us. He says, Nabila Yusuf said, he's sending this to the messenger that was sent to him. Irji' go back, return. He said to him, Irji' return. And he's talking to the messenger that was sent by the king. Do you guys know the position that this man holds right now? He's sent by the king of the country, not the minister of finance or the chief leader of a tribe. No, this is the king of Egypt has sent for Nabila Yusuf to come to him from prison. And where Yusuf is in is prison. Prison is not a place you want to spend a day in. The king has sent a special messenger to you. And Yusuf said to him, He said to the messenger, return back to your master. Return back to who? Return to your master. Not only return to him, and ask him, what should, he, what should he ask him? Ask him, what is the case? What is the situation of the women? The women who cut their hands. My Lord, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is knowing of their plan. Allah, my Lord, has full knowledge of their cunning. That's what Nabi Yusuf said. He said to the messenger that was sent to him, return back to your master. Don't stay with me. I'm not going to go with you. Go back to your master, the king. And say this to him. Allahu Akbar. Yusuf is sending a message to the king. This is powerful. It was first the king was sending a message for Yusuf and asking for Yusuf to be, to be taken out of prison. But Yusuf turned the tables. And Yusuf is saying to the messenger, return back to your master and in, say the following to him. Say to him, when you go to him, what is the situation of the women? What happened to the women? What is the case of the women? Which women? The ones who cut their hands. You remember the story of when Yusuf came out in, out 
and he walked in front of the women and they were baffled and mind boggled. The beauty of Nabila Yusuf السلام, how he looked when they saw him and they started to cut their fingers and they were looking at him and they didn't even know they were bleeding. And they were saying, this is not a human being. In Karim. He's not just a uh, angel, but he's an honorable angel. You remember that we spoke about it previously. Those women, what is their situation? Where have they been? What happened to them? Where's the Yani Yusuf wants to know? He was held account for a situation. He was accused of a crime that he was free from. So Yusuf wants to know where that situation ended. But and this shows you how Nabilah Yusuf didn't just want to come out and then be free, but the crime is still yani, on his neck or he's still being accused of a crime that he knows and everyone knows that he hasn't done. Yusuf wants to be proven that he's innocent and he has nothing to do with this. He wants to clean his name, alayhi salam. So he said, go to him. Go back to your master uh, and tell him, say to him, What is the case of the women? What is the uh, situation of the women who cut their hands? They cut their hands when they saw me. They cut their hands, those women. When they were doing all of that, they were doing it out of what? In Rabbi my Lord, Allah is, has full knowledge of their cunning. Allah is, yani has knowledge of their planning and their plotting that they did against me. Allah knows it, subhanahu wa ta'ala. The word alim, it means one whose knowledge is vast. My, my Lord knows everything. My Lord knows what was in their hearts and what they were manifesting on their limbs. He knows it, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Nothing is hidden from my Lord, Allah Ta'ala. And when Yusuf was saying this, he was saying in the context of this being a warning, that it's, you cannot get away with what you did. None of you guys can. That's what Yusuf was saying. Um, when Nabiullah Yusuf did that, and he sent back the messenger, this is going to send a shockwave to everybody. Shockwave to not just the king, but it's going to send a shockwave to the people of the city. To hear that Yusuf, a royal letter was sent to him. Okay, a royal letter was sent to him from the king of the country. And Yusuf rejected to leave prison. He rejected, he didn't. Re you, this will do what? This will bring about confusion to everybody. And this will not only prove Yusuf's innocency, but it will also. Uh, show everybody that Yusuf's concerned about his honor than anything else. And they will look into the issue even more. So he refused. Our messenger, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, has said something. Muhammad ibn Abdullah, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he said something. He said, The Prophet said, Nabi Muhammad said, if I was to remain in prison, the time that Yusuf spent in prison, they say Yusuf spent in prison 14 years. Seven years, and then another seven. They say he spent in prison for 14 years. Okay? Nabi Muhammad said, if I was to remain in prison, the, um, the duration that Nabi Yusuf spent in prison, 
I would have accepted the call out of that messenger when he came to me. I wouldn't have done what Yusuf did. I would have just said, okay, let's go. That's what I would have said, the Prophet said. I would have went with him. I would have accepted the call out. Okay? Another narration, the Prophet said, I would have hastened in accepting the call of the, the, that messenger. I would have I would not held back. Rather, he said, I wouldn't even look for excuses. Because prison is not something a person would want to go there. It is stress. It is hardship. It's pain. Suffering. This is what Yusuf, السلام, he said. So when the king found out about Yusuf's story, he found about the story of Yusuf. The king didn't know much about it. He said, what is this story that he's... So he went to investigate. Now the king has taken the matter on. on uh, he's taken the matter on. And now he wants to deal with it. So the king went and he said, as Allah told us, He said, What is your uh, situation, O women? He said, what did you do? What did you get when you tried to seduce Yusuf? When you guys tried to have sexual intercourse and you tried to do something haram with Yusuf, what was the response of Yusuf? Did he entertain it? Did he also want to do it with you guys? When you guys tried to seduce Nabila Yusuf, you tried to do something haram with Nabila Yusuf, okay? When you sought to seduce Nabila Yusuf, what was the response? How did he respond? The response they gave is very powerful. The response they gave was, perfect is Allah. It means Allah is perfect. Allah, Allah forbid. Okay? Nabila Yusuf alayhi salam, what did he do in response to your seduction? The response he gave is uh, perfect is Allah. Allah is forbid. We have never known him. We know we don't we don't know about Nabila Yusuf any evil. We know nothing indecent about this man Yusuf that's what the women said the women that cut their hands and their fingers when they were asked what did you get when you tried to seduce Yusuf the response the women gave was Allah forbid Allah is perfect Allah is free from any deficiency. We have never known Yusuf We haven't known him of any evil. We know nothing indecent about this man, Yusuf When they finished saying what they were saying, he spoke. The, the ministry of finance, the ministry of finance his wife spoke it was her turn to speak so she spoke 
she said, قالت امرأة العزيز. All the women they praise Nabi Yusuf. Now she speaks. He says, قالت امرأة العزيز. امرأة العزيز responds and she says, الآن حص حص الحق. She says, امرأة العزيز. Now the truth. الآن يعني now the truth has become clear. الآن now the truth has become evident. Now, the truth has become evident. Now we ponder and we stop here, brothers and sisters. And this is what we learn here. That sometimes things take time. Things may not happen overnight. 14 years in prison. And now she says, Right now, means all of those meanings. The truth has become clear. It has become apparent. Okay. After what? When something becomes clear after it was hidden. And what she's referring to here is what? Bara'a to Yusuf. Yusuf is free. That which, he that which he accused him of, that he's free of it. So she started her words by saying, after 14 years, her response was what? Now, it has become clear it, after it was hidden for so many years. It has become clear that Yusuf is free. So then what happened? I sought to seduce him, Nabila Yusuf. And indeed, and indeed, he was. And he is, of, he, is, he is of the truthful ones. I was the one who sought to seduce him. I tried to seduce him. As for him, he is from the truthful ones. What she's now, she's doing naqd and ibtal of. She's destroying and she's getting rid of the statement of that statement that she said that she said before what would you do to a man, a woman a man what would you do to an individual who tries to seduce your wife who tries to do wrong with your wife except that he is imprisoned or he is what or he's put through a severe punishment remember she said that before when the when the ministry uh, the minister of finance Malikul um, uh, al aziz uh, came in. That's what she said, right? Oh. Now she's turning back on all of that. Now she's saying, "Ana rawatuhu an nafsi." Yani ana hawaltu an nafsi. I was the one who seduced him. That is the iqrarum minha ala nafsiha. Now she is affirming, and she is admitting that Nabi Yusuf was free from all of that. Wa inna hu la min al-sadiqina. 
benefits we can take. Not, not, I'm not going to go into the benefits yet, but I just missed the part that I wanted to mention. I mentioned it before. Okay, that's one khira'ah. Like in Abu Amrin, in this place and in a place that we mentioned before, he reads after the sheen, he reads it as ha sha. Lakin that is fi halatil wasri at the time when there's a connective, when he's connecting. As for the uh, the remaining other Qur'an, they just recite it as Qulna ha sha. Lakin Abu Amrin recites as Qulna ha sha lillahi. That's how he recites as. And the word hasha, it means, I mentioned two translations in English. Perfect is Allah. Allah forbid. Allah is free from. It just means tanziha lillahi ta'ala. It is to free Allah from any deficiency. Okay. And here she's saying it. Isti'daman and yakuna yusufu mutahaman. Now, the reason why she's using it is she's actually saying impossible for Yusuf to do such a thing. She's seen it. She's seen it big. You, Yusuf to do such a thing? No, never, never. The min here is mu'akida. Mu'akida is a mu'akida in terms of meaning. Okay? What she's trying to say is we have never known him. No evil whatsoever, we've never known him. Yusuf, he's, we've never known him with Nothing indecent at all because the min here is a mu'akida in min haythul ma'na. So it shows umum because of the su'in, which is a nakiratun. So she's trying to say, That's what she means. Okay. The word ma khatbukunna, ma khatbukunna, it means a what is your uh, news? What is your story? What's the story? That's what the king said to them. What is the story? That was the story. That Nabila Yusuf is free. means That's what it means. means I was the one who tried him. And now what she's trying to do is that she's rejecting everything she said in the past. The inna here is tawkid. La mina sadiqina. La, that lam is lamu tawkid as well. Yani, what she's trying to say is verily, Yusuf alayhi salam is from the truthful ones. Now she goes on to saying, "Dalika Now she says, "From this, يعني this is a ishara. لإقرارها على نفسها وتبرئتي. Here she's trying to say, everybody now here from here, from this point, everyone know that I am the guilty one, and Yusuf alayhi salam is innocent. I was the one who did it." If you want to call it, whichever you want to call it, call it. She's trying to say, so you can all know. Okay. What, what does she want? Yani, 
or fi hal al-ghayb, both of which one you want. What she's trying to say is, she's saying from this, Yusuf should know that I did not speak dishonesty about him in his absence. I didn't. Lam akhunu bil-ghayb. I didn't. Ibn al-Qayyim says something very powerful here, worth mentioning, inshallah ta'ala. Ibn al-Qayyim, rahimahullah, he says in his Bada'i al-Tafsir, he says, This woman has come with the completest form of excuse. excuse. يعني, she يعني, came with the best form uh, يعني, excuse. We're going to see it later. It doesn't, it doesn't, uh, يعني, it doesn't mention it. Okay, pay attention here. Nabiullah Yusuf, this woman has asked for excuse. Ibn al-Qayyim says, هذا من تمام الاعتذار. قرنت الاعتذار, he said, قرنت الاعتذار بالاعتراف. She connected this woman, asking for, you know, to be forgiven. And she also added on their recognition. You know, some people, they do a mistake to you and they come up to you and say, hey, Akhi, just forgive me, all right? Just forgive me, okay? What, what should I forgive you for? What did you do wrong? The person needs to state the reason. You have to say, I did this wrong. I shouldn't have said this. This was a mistake. Yani, it's important that a person mentions what they did wrong. This woman, she came with tamamul i'tirar. How? She didn't just ask for forgiveness, but she also connected it with mentioning uh, where it all went wrong. She recognized everything. And look what she even says, okay? All of this I'm saying is not for me. She said, I'm not doing all of this for myself. Uh, she's going to go into it later, don't worry. But she said, All of this I'm doing, I'm doing it so that Yusuf knows that I did not speak dishonesty about him in his absence. Uh, okay. That's her i'tiraf. Uh, that was her recognition. All of this was her recognition. She hasn't still asked for forgiveness. Okay. Then Nabilahi, uh, sorry, then Ibn al-Qayyim mentions, she asked for forgiveness when she said, وَمَا أُبَرِّئُ نَفْسِي إِنَّ النَّفْسَ This is when she started to do i'tidar, which we're going to come to inshallah ta'ala, which is to ask for forgiveness. But the beginning was a what? It was al-i'tiraf, recognition. So that's what it is. When a mistake happens from your brothers and sisters, don't just say, yeah, 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 I did that mistake, subhanAllah. Don't just say, ah, akhi, forgive me. Yeah, akhi, forgive me. You know, just forgive me, please, okay? Let's turn a new page over and forgive me. Yeah, forgive you for what, like it? Do you know what you did wrong? It's good to mention what you did wrong. I shouldn't have said this, and I shouldn't have acted in this way, and mention your mistakes, and then after that, ask for forgiveness. I will be accepted from you. The people will accept it from you. They will what? They will accept it from you. Okay. She said, She said, Verily Allah. This is a jumla ma'atufa. It's connected to li'alama. It is connected to li'alama. 
So she's trying to say, so they can also know and Allah very, she's saying, I want them to all, people to also know that Allah certainly does not guide the scamming of the dis, dishonest person. <coughs> Allah does not, subhanahu wa ta'ala, guide the plan of the betrayers. That's what she was saying. By the way, all of this speech is the Imra'atul Aziz. She's saying that. Look at what she says. This woman is eloquent. She knows what to say. She said, And I do not seek to free myself from blame. This is her i'tilar. This is her i'tilar. I'm not saying I'm blame, free from blame. I'm not freeing myself. I'm not saying I, I didn't do anything wrong. She said, Verily, indeed, the soul is ever inclined to evil. The soul is persistent, is a persistent enjoyer of evil. In the nafs, verily the nafs is what? Is inclined to evil. She's saying, I am not here. I do not acquit myself. I do not seek to free myself from blame. I am blameworthy. I am blameworthy. What I did was crystal clear mistake. Allahu Akbar. Now she's saying the nafs inside the person. Indeed, the soul is ever inclined to evil. The soul is ever inclined to evil. The soul is a persistent enjoiner of evil. Except for those upon which my Lord has mercy, Allah. And then look what she said. My Lord is forgiving and merciful, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. is adatu istithna. And the ma is a mawsoolah. What she means is, Except the one who oh, my Lord has shown mercy. Because that person will be saved from the evil of his nafs. And his nafs is going to be nafsul mutma'inna. It's not going to be nafsul amarat bisu. It's not going to be nafsul lawama. Inna Rabbi verily my Lord is ghafoorul rahim. My Lord is one who is forgiven. Rahimun. My Lord is what? One who is do rahmatin wasi'a bi'ibadihi. Naam, i'tarafat. She acknowledged this in front of the Malik. Yusuf was not there at that time. Then Allah wa ta'ala, he says, وَقَالَ الْمَلِكُ اُتُونِي بِهِ أَسْتَخْلِصُّنِ نَفْسِي فَلَمَّا كَلَّمَهُ قَالَ إِنَّكَ الْيَوْمَ لَدَيْنَا مَكِينٌ أَمِينٌ وَقَالَ الْمَلِكُ The king said, bring him to me. يعني Yusuf. So Yusuf is still in prison. By the way, the view that says that all of the, the view that says that the, the person who was speaking of all of that was Nabila Yusuf is a very is a very far-fetched view. It seems that this is all the kalam of Imra'atul Aziz. She was the one who said that. 
okay? And not Nabi like Yusuf, because Yusuf wasn't even there. Yusuf is now going to come. وَقَالَ الْمَلِكُ The king said, بِهِ Bring him to me. أَسْتَخْلِصْهُ لِنَفْسِي I will employ him. This man, I will exclusively employ him. He will exclusively be in my service. He's not going to be working for under other people. Yusuf is going to be right under me. He's going to be right under my wing. Astakhlisho. It comes from the word ikhlas. Ikhlas. And ikhlas, it means when you free everything from something. Yani Yusuf, I'm going to free him from being under anyone other than myself. I'm going to purely keep him with me. Astakhlisho. The sin and the ta in astakhlisho is lil mubalagha. It's actually emphasis. He's going, I'm going to make Yusuf. I'm going to make Yusuf from the closest people to me. I'm going to make him from the close circle. I'm going to make him. He's going to be very close to me. There's not going to be anybody involved between me and him. There's going to be a, a, a direct relationship between me and him. That no one else will be involved in there. That's what he means. It means I will employ him exclusively in my service, exclusively for myself. Uh, and when Yusuf spoke to him, when Yusuf spoke to him, the king said, the sick قال, يعني قال, يعني the king said, اليوم, today you are today you are highly esteemed and fully trusted by us. Indeed, you are today established in a position of high level, and you are trusted by the nation and everybody in it. 14 years of imprisonment, and now they say that to him. They say, you're innocent. You're innocent. There's no crime. You don't have to worry. Everything that was said was allegations. The world knows you are innocent and you didn't do any of that. The king said to Yusuf, now. You are. means us. You are makinun. The word makinun, what does it mean? Du makana azima wa manzila rafi'a. You are of high level. You are of high station. And you are a amin. The word amin comes in the form in the Arabic language, fa'il, fa'il, fa'il. And fa'il here bima'ana maf'ul. You are aminun ay ma'moon. Yani you are one who is trusted. You are trusted ala al-asrari, the secrets. You're also trusted. Your honor is trusted. Everyone today knows that you are, you are not going to go around and commit zina and haram with women. It's clear that you are what? Allahu Akbar. So Yusuf had that given to him after it was falsely taken by him. Yusuf then said, he proposed an idea. The king already said to him, I'm going to take you as 
you know, exclusively in my service. You're going to, I will appoint you exclusively for myself. Yusuf, he knew the role that was fit for him. He knew the role that was good for him. Yusuf didn't go through lobbying. He didn't go out there and say, choose me, oh people. He didn't say, elect me. No, he was, it was proposed to him. It was said to him by the king that today, from this minute onwards, you are a person who's close to me. And then Yusuf said, if that's the case, then I propose the following. Make me, put me in charge The storehouses Verily, I am truly reliable And I am a person who possesses great knowledge Indeed, I will be knowing and a guardian. That's my quality. I have these two qualities. I can protect. And I'm also what? Alim. I'm also a person who possesses great knowledge. Now, brothers and sisters, scholars, they took from this that you're allowed to praise yourself when the need comes. Because Nabila Yusuf praised himself right now. He gave himself two qualities. He said, I am Hafizun and I'm Alim. When there is a need, you're allowed to. Going out and saying all the time, that's not good. Lakin, you're allowed to. So that's why those people who say, oh brother, when I want to look for a job, sometimes when I write my CV, not sometimes, but all the time. When I write my CV, I praise myself so much. I say I'm capable, I'm enthusiastic, I'm constituous, I'm reliable, I'm, I'm a team player and etc. I, pray, I overly praise myself. We'll say, if you praise yourself for what you are, good, it's not a problem right now. You need to get a job. They need to know who you are. But if you lie in that, in that, in that CV or that resume, and you say, I'm a, I'm a good leader. I'm a good leader. And I can lead. And you really don't know your right hand from your left hand. And you say, I'm a good leader. That's kedib. It's false testimony. You're lying. But if it is what you are, and you have that quality, and you know you have it, then no problem to say what you have. Okay? Allah then says, and like that, those reasons, those reasons, okay, and those positions, and the things that Yusuf did, okay, Allah said, we established Yusuf in the land. To settle wherever he pleased. The word uh, it comes from the word which means it is to settle. Okay? Wherever he wills. Yusuf before was in prison. He couldn't go out and walk around and go places. Now Allah said he can settle wherever he wants. 
He's a free man. He's not imprisoned. Not only that, he's rich. Not only that, he's the most handsome man. Nabi Yusuf alayhi salam. Yatabawwa'u minha haythu yasha'a. Ibn Kathir, he read it as nasha'a. Yatabawwa'u minha haythu nasha'a. He read it as a noon. Whereas the other reciters recited as a ya yasha'a. Nusibu bi rahmatina man nasha'a. Ya'anu nusibu bi rahmatina man nasha'a means what? We shower our mercy on whoever we will, Allah says, subhanahu wa ta'ala. It means, It means, We choose, we specifically select the individual that we want to bestow our mercy onto. And Allah says, subhanahu wa ta'ala, we will never discount the reward of the good doers. We do not allow to be lost the reward of those who do good. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he does not forsake a person for the efforts and the hard work that they do. Allah does not forsake it subhanahu wa ta'ala. Rather Allah rewards them for the good that they do. Allah multiplies it for them subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Nabila Yusuf, all the good that he did came, came for him, helped him. Then Allah Ta'ala, he says, And the reward of the hereafter is far better for those who are faithful and are mindful of Allah. Yani what Yusuf got in this world is nothing in comparison to what waits for him in the hereafter. What you get in this dunya is nothing because the dunya Allah gives it to the disbelievers as well. And he gives it to the believers. Like in the Akhirah is only for the believers. The reward. The wow in it's lilhal. And the lamb is lilhal. It means It means the situation is that the reward of the hereafter is khayrun. The word khayrun in the Arabic language is superlative. It's akhyarun. It's a superlative, okay? Meaning it is the best. It's the best. Well, reward. For who lacking? Lilladina Amanu. Lilladina Amanu here it means Lilladina Saddaku Bikulobihim Wabawatirihim. The ones who believed in their hearts and internally believed in it and also it shot on their limbs. May Allah make us from them. Wakanu Yatakuna. And they were those who had taqwa. By what? بجوارحهم, on their limbs بفعل أوامر الله they did what Allah commanded them to do وترك نواهيه and they stayed away from what Allah told them to stay away from تقوى it means to do what Allah told you to do and it's to stay away from what Allah told you to stay away from سبحانه وتعالى that is why Allah تبارك وتعالى he mentions um, that that's the reward Allah تبارك وتعالى stored Yusuf alayhi salam in this world and in the hereafter. And that's what Allah does subhanahu wa ta'ala for the righteous people. Fudayl ibn Iyadin said something very powerful. Fudayl ibn Iyadin said something very powerful. Ibn Kathir mentions it in his tafsir. He mentions waqafat imra'atul aziz. The uh, imra'atul aziz she stood 
when she saw Nabila Yusuf being taken out of prison. When Yusuf was taken out of what? Uh, is everyone with me? Or am I talking to myself? You can all hear me? Ibn Kathir rahimahullah, he mentioned in his tafsir, he said, When Nabila Yusuf was taken out of prison, Yusuf السلام, when he was taken out of prison, the, the, the wife of the Aziz, she stood on the road. Yusuf, Yusuf walked by. She said, Alhamdulillah, praises to Allah. The one who made the slave, he made him a king with his obedience. And he made the king's slaves for their desires. Nabila Yusuf, I want you to understand here what she's saying. Nabiullah Yusuf, he was a king even before that, before he got given this position. How was he a king? He was in control of his desires. And so he was obedient, controlling his desires. And she was the, yani, of a level of a queen, a high level, but she was a slave for her desires. And now Yusuf has not only just become a king in, in controlling his desires, but he's now a king on the earth. And she's saying, my situation hasn't changed. Allahu Akbar. Allahu, Allahu Akbar. That's how Allah Taala raises. Oh, you can't hear me. Is it clearer? What I said was Al Fudail ibn Iyadh, and he said, The wife of the Aziz, she stood on the path when Nabila Yusuf was being taken out of prison. She stood on the path, on the road, while he was being taken to the palace. And then she, Yusuf walked right by her. Nabila Yusuf, he walked right by her. فقالت, she said, Alhamdulillah, praises to Allah. Alhamdulillah, praises to Allah. The one who made the slaves kings through his obedience. And he made the kings, slaves, because of their sins. Here, there's a very powerful point she's trying to draw here. Okay? Pay attention here. What she's trying to say here is, what she's trying to say here is, that Nabiullah Yusuf السلام, he was a king of his desires. He was controlling 
and had power and kingdom over his desires at a position at, at, a, at a position of slavery he was a slave at that time but he was a king over his desires and today look at him Allah when he passed that Allah has made him the king of God now he's a king of the earth as for us she's saying we are leaders we are leaders but we are slaves for our desires and now we've even lost that title of being leaders Yusuf, he took the position of a husband he took the position of our husband Yusuf became right he became the minister of finance so she was no her husband was no longer occupying that seat anymore he lost his position Allahu Akbar. When a person surrenders to Allah and they become slaves to Allah and they give to Allah, Allah will take care of them, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah will take care of them. Let's take the benefits of the class today, inshallah ta'ala. Yusuf, the benefits that we take, number one, benefit number one, number one. Nabiullah Yusuf alayhi salam He didn't come with the king, the, the, the messenger of the king. He didn't accept the offer when the king requested for him. He refused to come out because he wanted to what? He wanted his innocency to be innocency to be proven. That's a benefit that we take from it. Okay. Your honor is more important than money. Your honor is important than money and anything else. We live in a time where everybody is about pub good publicity is publicity. Bad publicity is publicity. I mean, they don't care just as long as I'm known. Hooks or crooks, it doesn't matter. Uh, no. Your honor should be very important to you. Don't scar your honor. Does that make sense? Okay, what we also take from that is um, the statement of our Prophet Sallallahu That's what it means. Some people, they misunderstood what the Prophet meant by that. That the Prophet Sallallahu said, if what Yusuf went through in prison, I went through it, I would have accepted the caller. And the caller here is not the women for zina. Hasha lillah. That's not what the Prophet Muhammad went. The Prophet meant the messenger that the king sent. Okay? The da'i here that the Prophet said, I would have accepted his dua, his calling, is not the women. He's talking about the messenger that was sent by the Prophet, by the king. Also, what we learned from this is that you can call the word Rabb to other than Allah. You can say it. Um, also, what we take from these brothers and sisters is uh, a person should remove any speculations and bad things that are said about him. You should try to clear your name. And it's not a bad thing to do so. If you go out of your way to make people know that I did, I want to clear my name from all of this, it's not, it's not a bad thing. It's not, it's not an ego, what's it called? An egotistic uh, tra and, and, uh, trait. No, it's not. 
Nabila Yusuf did it here, and Nabila Muhammad did it as well. When the two men, they saw the Prophet Sallallahu walking with a woman in the dark, and they started to walk fast. The Prophet Sallallahu he called them. He said, come here, come here, come here, come here. He thought that they might think that the Prophet was a woman, was, was, with, with, was with a woman doing something wrong with her. And it was dark, so they couldn't see. The Prophet said, walk slowly. This is my wife, Safiya. Okay, this was the Prophet taking Safiya when she visited him in the masjid. Okay, the Prophet was walking her out. He said, walk slowly. Rather, a person should run to يعني, remove speculation from people. Don't say to the people, oh, I don't care. They can think what they want. I don't really care. No, don't do that. Because why would you put the people in that position where they get, they think bad of you and you don't clear your name? Try to tell the people what it is. From the angle of We also learn that the knowledge of Allah is vast. We also learn that when the mind is preoccupied, the body doesn't know what's taking place. These women were cutting their hands and they didn't even know. The brain, when it goes, the body doesn't feel anything that's happening to it. Have you ever been in a situation where you were either reading or you were daydreaming and someone was patting you on the shoulder, but you didn't even realize they were patting you on the shoulder? They were trying to get your attention. Has that ever happened to you? Or they were pulling you, but you didn't realize they were pulling you? So that's what happens when the mind goes. Uh, that's what takes place. And um, also, um, how the Imra'atul um, Aziz, she finally mentioned the crime that she did. Okay. By the way, brothers and sisters, Imra'atul Aziz, um, some of the scholars they said that when she said, some of the scholars they said, but this is a far-fetched argument because Yusuf wasn't there. Some of the scholars they said, this is Yusuf speaking. And that Yusuf was trying to say, I did not betray him. The Aziz, I didn't betray him and go out and do haram with his wife. No, we say that's not, that's not uh, Yusuf. It's not Yusuf. Aziz. Because at the beginning, Allah mentioned it, subhanahu wa ta'ala, Aziz. How Yusuf came into that, you would have to prove it. Yeah. Another benefit that we take from it is the ayah It doesn't apply here. You can't say Allah said, don't praise yourselves. Why is it that Yusuf is appraising himself by saying, ah, inni hafidhun alim, that's a qiyasun ma'al fariq. What we also learn, brothers and sisters, is how your situation can change for, from bad to good. If you stay consistent in obeying, obeying Allah and being a true slave of Allah, wa ta'ala. How Allah, wa ta'ala, retaliated for Yusuf and brought him back his rights. The Aziz that imprisoned Nabila Yusuf, he imprisoned him, right? Now, guess what? Yusuf has taken his position. Okay? And there are some scholars who said 
that he even married Imratul Aziz. Some scholars mention it, but I don't know. It's from the Israeliyat that he went and he married this woman. So she really wanted him. It's probably a, a people who believe in the concept of happily ever after. They just wanted to push her. <laughs> they, they just wanted to push that point across and say she got married to him again. But <laughs> there's no authentic evidences to, 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 uh, to say such a thing. Allah alam. But some people, they like this idea, right? That she fought for him, she really wanted him. Allah, ya Allah, I wish she just gets married to him and do it in a halal way. Some people are like that. But the world doesn't work like that. It doesn't. So maybe she did it, maybe she didn't. Allah alam. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when I first told this story to a group of uh, people, uh, and I said, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. Some of them said, no, but it has to be. Allah is fair. <laughs> Allah is fair. She wanted him a lot. And you know, Allah is Ghafoor Rahim. And Allah Ta'ala, He loves Khair for the Ummah. <laughs> but, but we need evidence. We need evidence to say things. Now. Um, also, how Allah combined for Nabila Yusuf um, how Allah Ta'ala combined for Nabila Yusuf the good of this world and the hereafter. And that the good of this world by itself is not beneficial. Inshallah ta'ala, I won't start it today. But next lesson, inshallah ta'ala, we're going to start uh, focusing on the, um, the, uh, the brothers now. We've focused on Yusuf and all the trials and tribulations that he went through. We're now going to go into, inshallah ta'ala, the, um, uh, we're going to go through, the, inshallah ta'ala, the brothers. We haven't heard from Nabilah Yaqub. We haven't heard from Nabilah uh, Yaqub and his brothers, Yusuf's brothers. We haven't heard uh, from them. So inshallah ta'ala, it would be it'd be, it'd be good to know the uh, what, what their story is and what's happened uh, to them, inshallah ta'ala. Um, I got asked a question. What's the difference between a niswa and a nisa? Yani the difference is that the kalima niswa is called jam'uqilla. Jam'uqilla means it shows a, uh, it's plural, but it's, it's small in number plural, niswa. It shows a small number of plural. It's not too much. Whereas the word nisa is jam'uqathra, okay, which shows a lot. So jam'uqilla may show it was about four, five, six, seven women. It's niswa. If it's like 20, 10, 15, 16 women, you'll say an nisa. That's the difference, inshallah ta'ala. Um, I think other scholars, some of them actually say an nisa is actually the plural of niswa. But that's better. Jam'u qilla, jam'u Is it halal to watch the Iranian series about the life of Yusuf alayhi salam? I haven't heard of it. But all of these musalsalat, and it's... Um, and he leave these musalsalat. Don't waste your time on this stuff. Read the tafsir surah to Yusuf and the aqwal of the ulama. Um, 
uh, Ustad, what do you what to what to do if you have to work as a woman but there's men? In Islam, a woman can work. A woman can work in Islam. Um, she's allowed to work, but the asal is that a woman is provided for. In Islam, it's about protecting and taking care of a woman. In our religion, a woman is always under care, protection, and looked after. She's looked after by her father when she's in her father's house. When she moves on from her father and she gets married, her husband should take care of her financially, emotionally, he should, physically, he should take care of her, you see. And uh, when she, yani, her husband dies or passes away, she's taken care of by her sons. She's always, a woman is always in Islam protected and cared for, okay? With that being said, it doesn't mean that she can't work and she can't have a job. As long as the environment is fine and it's halal and etc., a woman is allowed to work, okay? But then what you have to remember is if a woman works and she makes money, that money that she makes is really her money. If a woman's a millionaire, her husband still has to provide for her, okay? He still has to provide for her. The money that she makes is her money. She puts it in her pocket, okay? And the money that he makes, like in, they need to share that money. That's how our religion is. It's not because it's unfair to the men, okay? Uh, but it's just how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sanctioned things. Uh, and He knows what's best for us subhanahu wa ta'ala. I have a saving account back home. However, I do not work. I usually take some money off from my allowance and the money that family members give to me. This is the money that I give. I have been saving up. Should I give zakat out of this money? Yes, if that money reaches the nisab, it reaches the amount, yeah, you have to pay zakat from it. Ustad, what to do if you have, okay. Ustad, I don't. Is it better for a woman to live alone in a Muslim country or to move to the West to be with siblings? It is, is it better for a woman to for a woman to live alone in a Muslim country or to move to the West to be with siblings? How about if we create a third scenario? How about if we say if she lives in a Muslim country with her siblings? How about that? Um, why did the Imra'atul uh, Aziz uh, not believe in Allah Taala? We say that we don't know. There's no narration that says that she did believe, and there's no narration that says she didn't. She did not believe. Allah Okay, so that discussion is random. But can a woman be a nurse? Yes, a woman can be a nurse. She can. We we need we need women who are nurses. To take care of the women. That being said, like in uh, inshallah ta'ala, everything should be done in a good environment. Ustad, is it better to read the Quran without tafsir to finish it many times? Yes. In Ramadan, it's better to finish it many times. Okay. And outside Ramadan, it's best to contemplate and ponder over it. Is that if there's a person I want to marry and they want to marry me, but they said that they have to be abroad for six years to study, do you think it's better to do nikah first um, 
yes, to nikah, it makes it permissible for you guys to interact and talk. If he's the right person for you, why not? Yani hasten marriage, never delay it. Um, with that being said, like in long-term relationships are not very good, but that's not every situation. It differs from one situation to another, but long-term relationships where people live in two different countries is not a healthy thing. People should be together and do things together. What if a woman needs to travel but does not have a mahram? If it's a necessity that she has to travel, there's a necessity and she has no mahram that she can. So did the Aziz die or did he divorce his wife according to these people? They think that she he, he died. They think he died. According to the people who say she married Yusuf that's what they think. He passed away and died. Ustad, can you can a woman travel without a mahram? Not on a not on a normal day, a woman can't just travel without a mahram. She can travel without a mahram if it's a necessity or if she's doing hijrah. Uh, how does a woman go about doing hijrah if she's unmarried and her family don't want to move? She begs Allah ta'ala to ease her situation and give her an opening in this world. Uh, if she doesn't, then illa ladina. The women are except they're an exception if they can't do hijrah, they can't travel, they need help, they're unable to do so, then inshallah ta'ala you'll be accept there will be an exception for you, inshallah ta'ala. Who said is the silver threshold or the gold threshold taken for zakat? Yes, it is. Allah says, إِنَّ الَّذِينَ كَنِزُونَ دَهَبُ وَالْفِضَّةُ وَلَا يُفْقُونَ فِي سَبِيلَ وَلَا يُفْقُونَ فِي سَبِيلَ فَبَشِرُوا بِعَذَابٍ أَلِيمٍ يَوْمَ تُحْمَى عَلَيْهَا فِي نَارِ جَنَّةٍ فَتُكْوَى بِهَا جِبَاهُمْ وَجُنُوبُهُمْ وَذُورُهُمْ هَذَا مَا كَنِسْتُمْ يَأْفُسِكُمْ Is it okay to ask people to make du'a for you? Yes, it is, but it's best to do du'a for yourself. It is, it is best that you do du'a for yourself and connect yourself with Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. What is the ruling on dealing with male patients in medical fields for women? Uh, women medical staff it is best for women to stay away from it but if it comes to it there's no problem there are evidences for that there's a video i did it on my youtube channel you could go there i made an extensive response to that issue Ustad Hafid al-Alim, isn't that the name of Allah? It is, of course. Can it be used for his slaves? Of course it can be. A person can call himself some of the uh, yani, yani characteristics. Hafid is a quality that we could have. Alim was a quality that we could have. But of course, our hifd and Allah's hifd is not the same. Just the same way our ilm and Allah's ilm is not the same. If I want to travel to an Islamic country to seek knowledge and I don't have a mahram, is that all right? Yes, if you want to seek knowledge uh, and I don't have a mahram, if I want to travel and seek knowledge. If you don't, if that knowledge is a knowledge which is necessary knowledge, then of course you can travel. But if it's not necessary knowledge, it's just like extra knowledge that you're learning, like Arabic grammar. No, you're not allowed to just travel for that. But if it's ahkam al-taharati wa-salat wa-zakat wa-sawm wa-hajj, which is ilm, which is daruriyun, it's necessary for you to learn, then yes. Ustad, do you teach Quran by any chance? No. Just to my children. Is it okay to tell someone you will do dua for them? Yeah, it's fine, inshallah ta'ala. But again, our religion is connecting everybody to Allah directly. How can you clear your name from something and your honor has been tarnished when there isn't a way? 
ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for help and aid. And whatever has been said about you that isn't true, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will clear you. Allah will, inshallah ta'ala. How can I become a, how can I become your student? Um, make sure you finish these tafsir classes. Finish the tafsir of Surah Yusuf with us, then Surah Al-Kaf, and whatever other announcements that Kalima does, inshallah ta'ala. A distance of a thousand starts with one step, something like that. <laughs> Ustad, which one is that? Is that which one is that video you said? Can you mention the title regarding the women medical? I don't remember the, the title. If anyone knows it, can please put it in the room. It's something. Can women medically take care of men or something like that? I honestly don't know. I don't title the names of the videos. Can a sister write on the nikah contract that her husband does not take a second wife? Yes, she can. A woman can. She can write on her contract that a man doesn't take a second wife. And if he does sign that part of the contract, he's not allowed to take it. It's haram for him to take it because uh, uh, it is, um, it's khiyana. Uh, Ustad, I heard that there is a discussion on letting women go to Medina University. Is that true? Allah alam. I haven't heard of it. Who is Robul? <laughs> Robul is my granddad's name. My great granddad's name. Yeah, it's my great granddad's name. Robul, it just means in our in our language, it just means that he was born on a rainy day. The word Rob in our language means rain. Le, which is L-E, it means, it's weird, but it means own. But it, it doesn't mean he owns the rain, it just means he was born on a rainy day. So they just named him after that. Ustad, could you go through a taqwi from Minanar, inshallah, one time? Can you, my, okay, I tried to today answer a lot of questions I did. So I'm going to stop there, inshallah. I tried my best to uh, answer a lot of your questions. Uh, anyone whose questions that I didn't answer, please forgive me, inshallah. I'll just take two more questions. Um, just two more questions, inshallah. Will you continue the Bulu Al-Maram classes for, uh, after Ramadan? Yes, I will, inshallah. Ustad, please repeat. You can put preventing second wife in marriage contract? Yeah, I answered that. Uh, I said, you, as, a, as a, a man, uh, if, a, if the woman writes in her contract that you can't marry a second wife, then you can't marry a second wife. You're not allowed to marry a second wife if the man agreed to it. Uh, so he's not allowed to. He's not allowed to. If he agrees to it and he says, uh, if he signs the dotted line, yeah? If he signs that, if he signs that dotted line, he's not allowed to get married. And he's a, he'll be deceiving if he does. He'll be deceptive if he does so. So because of the ayah, as Allah he says about the believers that they are believers, they are of their words. The believers, when they make a contract and they make a promise, they fulfill it. So, uh, okay, inshallah ta'ala, um, I, I leave you guys all there, inshallah ta'ala. Barakallahu feekum, brothers and sisters. Jazakumullahu khairan. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.